Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys, just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life-changing deals, and expert advice every week. Aaron, a.k.a. Channel Your Strength, a.k.a. Just Do It. Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm really well. You know what? This is the second time you're on. You were, if anyone hasn't listened, do like scroll right down to the bottom. Aaron was one of the <laughs> early supporters of the movement. Um, his podcast is really, really good. And actually, it's had a bit of a renaissance. Looking at the figures, it's um, right. it's picked up like in the past sort of few weeks or months. I don't know what you've been doing, but you're clearly out there. Um, That's interesting. That's interesting because yeah. I felt you initially used me a little bit as a guinea pig when you had fans. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the first few listeners are probably me, you, and uh, my mom. So uh, yeah, you, I mean, yeah, you were a guinea pig, but you know, <laughs> you're 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 a hench guinea pig. Let's say that. Thank you. Um, Thank you. So today's podcast, we're talking about some interesting stuff. We're talking about content, right? And then if people, you know, follow you on Facebook, which I assume a lot of people probably do. You post a lot of content, but before we get to, you know, the, the bits and bobs of content, can you just tell everyone who maybe doesn't know you, you know, who is R&D? What, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, name's Aaron Dew. I am a full-time property investor. I've recently gone into podcasting as a result of property kind of freeing up my time. So, you know, the, the term financially free kind of applies to me. So in relation to property, I am now considered a portfolio landlord, which sounds really, really old. Um, we do property renovations as well. I work with investors and we, we're just actually working currently with overseas investors, which is really exciting as well. So we're able to look in prime locations. Um, in relation, Other than that, I do a bit of coaching as well. So I've been a personal trainer for like eight years, but I'm moving more into the whole kind of like... Um, an overall arching thing for a person where we don't just look at their fitness and their health perspective. We also look at accountability for them moving them forward in life as well. And finally started a couple of little businesses on the side, which I'll obviously keep in touch when I come on for the third time. And <laughs> I think that's it, to be honest, there's probably stuff I've missed out, but have you, yeah. have you got a podcast? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I should have said. Yeah. I've got a podcast called find your voice, which I've recently started um it's been going well actually I've 2000 downloads in the first 28 days i think that's pretty good um i'm not wow. sure what the metrics are so i was pretty excited with that so yeah i'm enjoying myself doing podcasting and it's funny because if you listen to our first podcast i remember before we recorded it how nervous i was <laughs> I, remember, I remember saying i do not want to be on a podcast and here i am now as an actual podcast host well would you so, yeah it's exciting yeah no you, you're doing a lot and I, I remember that that first thing I even got you on video like I made you super nervous I was like <laughs> we're doing it all yeah. at once um but listen it was it was a great podcast and you know look what you're doing now I know you've got some amazing guests on the show you've got some really good guests coming on so you know anyone wants to listen to it find your voice on every single podcast platform the the kind of fitness thing I can definitely vouch for um you helped me with that for sure um and the the build team, the kind of refurb you know thing you have is pretty big because a lot of property people. The, the biggest question, I, I guess, and I also ask my guests is, how on earth do you find good builders? How do you keep them? Mm. How? And mm. then you've kind of got a solution for investors in Birmingham. So I, I'm going to use it once I invest there. So you know anyone of who's who, who's interested, get in touch with Aaron. So that that's what Aaron does, which is quite a lot, which is awesome. Um, but today we're going to talk about 
and this is part two of the social media series, we're going to talk about content. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I guess content is such a, uh, maybe it's it's a scary word for people because when I meet people at networking events who maybe aren't sort of as active as you and I, I say, yeah, just, just make some content. And they're like, what? What, 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 what is content what like how do you mean um and then i guess this would be really good if we start with i guess aaron what i mean how do you define content so content for me is just me literally talking about what i'm doing so the whole i suppose gary v kind of made it public and famous the whole document what you're doing um but i was i was doing it i'm not saying i was doing it before gary v but i was kind of documenting stuff as soon as Facebook really came out. So I've always kind of been on Snapchat documenting my health and fitness. So people used to be amazed, how can you have 5% body fat and eat all this crazy food? So what I do is I document it every single day. And in that, it kind of built a little bit of a following. And then you get questions and you get clients off of the back of it. So when I got into property, initially it was kind of, hey guys, do not do what I do because I'm actually the worst property investor. I can't flip a property. I'm making losses. Builders are ripping me off. And I was kind of, just giving people the kind of things not to do. And again, it was documenting my process because at that point I wasn't really earning. I was kind of, it was more of the process of learning. So for me, content is literally that. It's just me waking up, documenting something. It could be as simple as a song lyric that you've heard that day. If it's changed your mood, if it's changed the way you feel, for example, that might resonate with somebody else who's perhaps going through that you know, this a similar kind of situation in their life and you might release that content that resonates with you, write a little story behind it, something that's truthful and it might hit them. So uh, yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. It's what I like to do. It's what I, I kind of see Facebook, Twitter, Medium and any of the blogging I've just recently started to do as a kind of me as speaking to myself, if that makes sense. And then if somebody can resonate with it, then fantastic. And if it can help them even better. Yeah. You know, I, I heard- How about yourself? I mean, well- <laughs> Firstly, I heard that Gary V copied you. Um, <laughs> you know, I heard you were documenting yeah. first, mate. Let, let's Absolutely. be honest. He, he obviously yeah. saw sort of five cent body fat. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so yeah, look, I I totally agree with you. It's it's all about documenting, not creating. So you know, like you said, I couldn't flip a property. We've got a video on that actually on my YouTube channel. And and you know, I guess how many years ago you and I would have probably thought, oh, who wants to know about that? They just want to know about the Lamborghini I bought with the rental income. They don't want to know about how I got there. But actually, we're in a world of authenticity and people want to see the journey. Yes, they want to see the six pack. They want to see the big arms, you know, if you're a fitness person, but they also want to see you being fat before and making that journey because they'll resonate at different stages of the journey with you. Um, And that emotional aspect you said is really important of content, but I'll share some of the practice. So, really really practically and basically content is is a medium of communication it's anything that shows people something or makes them feel something so blogs as you mentioned what we're doing right now podcasts is it is content videos instagram stories instagram posts pictures quotes um anything is content and documentable um and actually a lot of people say to me dad how do i make content it's so difficult and so What I did is I grabbed five random objects from my room and I made videos on them that are coming out soon. One is a cactus, which I think is already out. One is a toy Lamborghini. Um, One is like a little video game figurine. And the other, I don't even know what it was. I think it was like a random piece of paper. But I can make a story that relates to business from from anything, put anything in my hand. And the same with Aaron, he he can do it. Um, And to me, that's content right it's that message and the emotion um 
I mean, for example, right? So, Aaron, you obviously have quite a few properties. You're, you know, you're way ahead of me. Um, and I know, you know, you have people in your life who are way ahead of you, and it's just the way it works. You have mentors like that who, who guide and help. Now, uh, you know, if I put a post up saying it's my first property, you know, oh damn it, trying to get bridging is is really stressful. Mm. You may not be interested in that post because you've bridged, you know, five or six times or, or whatever, right? Mm. However, someone who's you know, five steps behind me or, or a year behind me is thinking, oh my God, this is really interesting. This is really interesting. And then when you Absolutely. see, you know, when you see someone like Sunny put up a, I don't know, whatever, create 20, 30 unit development, you're like, damn. But then there's mm-hmm. people with a hundred unit developments who look at that and say, oh, that doesn't interest me. Of course. Right? So it's about understanding. Um, And like for you, when it comes to, to documenting, and a lot of people say this, like what... What should I not and what should I document? Do you have any hard and fast rules for that, Aaron? I don't, to be honest. I mean, mostly what you'll see is literally me in terms of what I'm doing in my work life. The personal side of it, I try to keep a bit private. So although I've got this podcast now, which is called Find Your Voice, where I really kind of delve into people's personal lives a little bit um, to extract like the benefits of how they've changed their mindset and turned their life around, I haven't really told my story and that's probably something that I'm going to do in a, at a later stage, but it's not something that I try to market myself as. So when I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook or Instagram, for example, it literally is for my specific audiences. So on Instagram, you're going to find the people that are interested in either my YouTube channel or my fitness. So it's predominantly giving them hints, tips and tricks on you guys can do this. And that's it. I don't do any negative posts across anything. I've had the odd rant here and there about authenticity, which is something that you touched on earlier. But other than that, it is just generally just creating positivity, really. I think, um, you know, I want to be remembered as somebody who's always been helpful. I've never, ever turned anyone away who's messaged me privately in my DMs or got my email or anything. I've always tried to just give as much value. And I have this thing, which I suppose it's, it's since I was a young kid and my mom's always taught me is that if you can just help as many people as you possibly can so if I go through a a situation my first instincts are almost okay can I tell people about this because I don't want people to struggle the same way and you touched on it there like even with the bridging stuff even in the bridging that I could write six pieces of content just on that to make sure people don't have the same problems that I had i.e your paperwork i.e wet signatures I mean there's so many different things your credit checks there's so many little things I can just off the top of my head talk about that will hopefully alleviate some pain and stress for somebody else down the line so yeah i i'm just conscious that if anything springs to mind i literally write a note in my notepad book um sorry it's on my phone the notes app and then when i get two or three minutes boom i just release some content so i I would just tell people not to really overthink it um and in terms of barriers it literally is just my personal life is kind of my personal life and hopefully one day um when the time's right i might share some of that yeah no you, you know your story is, is really interesting you've told me over over various different nandos so it's <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> yeah. definitely an interesting story that people are looking for but what you've kind of said is you know so aaron you haven't had any social media training have you right oh never no okay now it, it's not a bad thing to have it especially if it doesn't come naturally to people or they kind of don't know what they're doing but what you do and mm. you know maybe when you first started you didn't realize the effect it was having is you're literally just telling your life you're you're helping people naturally. You're not asking for anything. You're not thinking, oh, you know what? Let me share mm. this value. And then maybe an investor will see it and say, here, and have a million <laughs> yeah. quid. Like that mm. will happen and it, it's happening to you, but mm. you're mm. not going in with that intent. Like in life, if you aim for money, you don't get success. You aim for success, you get the money, right? Blah, blah, blah. So 
that's something for the listeners to to listen to in in your kind of tone of voice and when you say it because you can tell that you are just helping people um and i guess there's some old school people who would say and i think you put a post up in a group actually today or yesterday about this who who would maybe say well, you know, Aaron, why am I going to spend my time? I'm running a business, you know, doing the real business stuff, uh, you know, mm. in kind of speech marks. Why am I going to spend time chatting on Facebook, chatting on Instagram, um, kind of doing all this stuff when, like, it's not really the, you know, the business. Like, you know, mm. what would you, obviously, we're in a world where that's changing. And what would you say to someone like that who's kind of like, oh, I haven't got the time. I just, you know, I'm in my business. That's, that's a difficult one because um, I, I have that question to myself as well because sometimes I think I should be doing more income generating tasks in the day and um, I'm probably guilty of probably spending too much time on social media but at the same time my business comes from social media as well so it's kind of like my job as well in order to be omnipresent out there um, and it, in terms of like refurb jobs, all of my businesses come from there. All of my investors have come from like Facebook or LinkedIn posts. So for me, it works. I think people who stay away from social media or, or maybe kind of afraid to do it, I think they're missing a big, big gap in the market. I wish I could do it less though, if I'm completely honest, because sometimes it is quite consuming and I have to literally plan times in my day where it's like, okay, you're not using Facebook from here till this time or you're not using LinkedIn. Um, that's that's just kind of my boundaries that I set. Has that answered the question? Yeah, no, it has. And I yeah. think you're, you're right then. To expand on that kind of, that thing about the gap in the market, I think mm. in today's world, social media is a business. Look at Kylie Jenner, the Kardashians. Mm. Look at yeah, look absolutely. at Gary V. Look at anyone. Gary V can literally just make money off his Instagram. He does not, and he, okay, he's sharing value, but there's plenty of people on Instagram who don't share value, just share pics of rubbish and and they make and they make millions and you know that youtube kid who opens up boxes of toys i don't give a i don't care about your boxes of toys <laughs> but he's yeah. making millions a year so Absolutely. you know all you need are those few examples to show you that actually don't be a dinosaur like come into the modern times speak to me and aaron we don't charge speak to us you know and and as much as it's like oh i don't want to spend my business time on social media social media should be your business as part of your business and should be your business time um so yeah, no, it it's very important to. to... I just want to I just want to add to that as well. So yeah, please do come because you've got your branding as well and you've got that on point, especially on LinkedIn as well. I was just checking your LinkedIn profile a few days ago, doing a bit of stalking, and uh, <laughs> you know it's, it's it's brilliant how you engage. LinkedIn is not something I've really mastered yet, mm. but one of the things I did. So a good friend of ours actually, um, Daniel Hennessy, mm-hmm. who 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 we all know. Um, great guy very lovable guy and he's very very caring and he's always sharing people's posts and stuff and I actually had a conversation with him about mate what's your brand like like who are you all i'm getting is that you're just a very very nice guy who's supporting everyone else but we don't know nothing about you and i actually had this conversation with him where i actually asked him don't share any of my stuff i don't want you uh, you can like it by all means but i don't want you sharing my stuff on your personal profile now some people might be thinking um what are you doing you're potentially losing customers but again it all comes down to intent my intent was for this guy who's doing amazing things to get some love back himself so what i said is what i want you to start doing now is working on your own brand and documenting your life and if you've checked out daniel hennessy's post in the last few weeks now he's blowing up 
And because people, one, he's always given people love. So his intent is always pure and natural as well. But at the same time, now people are starting to get to know him. He's doing Facebook videos. He's coming out of his shell. He's writing posts. And yes, I don't make his wall anymore, but I'm fine with that because at the end of the day, he's now building his brand and then, you know, it's, it's going it, to, we're all going to win basically, if that makes sense. So um, in terms of branding, you really need the audience to really connect with you because somebody might connect with you on this podcast and not connect with me and vice versa. And that's what it's about. We've all got our own market. There's enough to go around. This scarcity mindset needs to stop as well. But I would certainly, you know, urge people, if you've got no idea, maybe reach out to somebody whose content you enjoy or branding, you think, ah, that's quite interesting. And then just ask them for tips because it's not rocket science. I mean, at least to me, it doesn't feel like rocket science because I'm literally just speaking my truths on a daily basis. Mm, that that's interesting because i noticed that about daniel actually i noticed less sharing and more of his own stuff and and the yeah. difference it's had and, and for everyone listening connect with him i met him at nando's obviously um and he is literally the most like lovely person you can absolutely have like, he's yeah. he's such a sweetheart so that's a really good example and on your bit about the kind of scarcity mindset that's you know it, off topic slightly but it's one of those things like just because you're successful doesn't mean are you're taking from me like, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you had a hundred unit development tomorrow, am I going to be like, oh no, that like, oh, I'm like, no, this country's freaking big. I'm going to find out, <laughs> you, you know, mm. you're not taking from someone else for your own success. Like you're all getting there together, which not everyone agrees with, not everyone works to, which is fine. If you agree to that, then make your circle kind of agree to that. Um, and that, that, that's a great point about the branding there. So um, when it comes to types of content, so Obviously, you and me both write on Medium. We've got a publication called BPM, which is Business Property Mindset. So if anyone writes blogs on Medium or link or anywhere, get in touch with me um, and I will set you up as a writer and you can contribute to it because it's, it's all sorts of things. It's not just property necessarily. But I, I don't know about you, Aaron, but I found Medium quite tricky to get traction from random people. So my friends will like it and you'll read it. I'll read yours. But I've just found it, it's not the same as Instagram or, or LinkedIn where you're easy to find. Have you had the same experience with Medium? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, you, You'll get the odd clap from a random person or the odd follow. But again, I think it comes down to consistency as well in Medium. Again, I haven't had the same amount of time invested in it as I have probably with Facebook. If you, if you remember, we've been on Facebook for a long, long time. And also when you're on Facebook, you tend to only add your friends who you share some commonalities with. So you're instantly going to get some likes from your Facebook friends. The same thing with Instagram, at least initially, you know, you've got your mom, your sister, your brother, at least <laughs> liking your content initially. Medium's kind of a little bit out there, but I think, you know, if, you, if you're um, a passionate writer or you like blogging or you've like, we've set this BPM thing up, which is which is fantastic. If you, if you constantly contribute into it, I've got no doubt that it will kick off at some stage but what i do is again it's just for seo purposes whatever i do i re repurpose it i put it onto my website as well i'll take clips from it and then put that maybe on my facebook and then slowly as you start to build an audience people might be like okay what's this ted guy really about or what's this aaron guy really about and then obviously when they google your name you'll come up on all these platforms and it'll just give them another avenue really to kind of access the way that you um produce content i suppose yeah no you're absolutely right and, and just quickly for anyone who isn't who, familiar with medium it's it's a blog site it's, it, mm. it's a bit like having a wordpress blog but it is gorgeous like it's way prettier it. and it's 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 forget linkedin blogs like it's just really really gorgeous and actually there's a lot of free content on there that we're learning from i know i read lots of stuff i'm sure you do as well aaron um yeah absolutely and, and it's all free uh so 
on that, you said, you know, if you're an avid writer, I've noticed with you, Aaron, you prefer writing. Like you will write a long post and people will read these. You'll write a long post full of knowledge instead of, say, a picture or instead of, say, a video explaining that. For you, what makes you focus on the written element, not videos, which are a big um, kind of medium at the moment? Okay, so funnily enough, videos are actually my favorite content in terms of I like creating videos. So I like my YouTube channel. I like playing around, creating two errands all, all on one screen and doing little funky stuff like that. So probably like the manipulation side of it, I love. Um, but it's so time consuming for me. And plus I get bogged down with if I'm shooting a video, I need to make sure I've shaved, <laughs> my hair's right, <laughs> I'm dressed right, the, you know, the background's right. So there's a lot to think about. Plus I'm conscious that just quickly reading something is probably easier for the majority of people for in terms of my audience as opposed to if I've got a video and they see three minutes, they might say, actually, I'll, I'll listen to that some other time and they put it to the back of their head. So for me, I'm, I'm not going to lie here. I literally write my content within two to three minutes, every single one of my posts. So I wrote one the other day about public speaking. It took me about five minutes to write. I didn't think it. I literally thought, OK, I'm going to speak about this. Boom. And it was gone. And most of the time, and I shouldn't say this probably on a podcast, it's when, <laughs> it's when I'm sitting on the toilet. So literally yep. in the morning, boom, it's gone, which is around the same time every day. So it works for me. I find it quite therapeutic to be able to just dump my thoughts down. And um, it's an easy way to get out there. Photos, I don't really like taking photos. I know Instagram, I'm kind of, I think you actually mentioned the importance of having like an actual face behind yeah. like Instagram. And that's one of the advice pieces of advice I took from yourself where I've started putting myself on there a little bit more. But I don't actually like taking selfies and doing stuff like that. I don't like to see myself. So whereas where I can just write it, it, it just feels a bit more safer, I suppose. And that might just be my insecurities. People might prefer the photos, but I suppose we have to at least start where we feel comfortable and we have to start. So whatever it is you feel comfortable in, just start in that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's obviously enough pictures of you topless on Facebook. So for, <laughs> <laughs> for someone who doesn't like pictures, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. But um, yeah, it, it, that, that's interesting because as much as I love videos and I love public speaking and, and you know, doing all that stuff, I agree with you in the sense that, you know, property people, business people, we're going on our Facebook while we're at work when we should be working while we're on the toilet while we're you know waiting for the bus yeah. whatever it is oh no wait everyone in property drives Lamborghinis sorry um not that <laughs> but when you're waiting for something you read it and so when it comes to a video you're right if someone sees three minutes they're, gonna, they're never going to see it again or they're going to kind of watch it and it's just not you know I don't know what it is but it's just not as easy to just um watch a video as it is to read stuff right in today's world especially if you have like a normal job that's not property or not what the video is about so I'm with you and I agree with the whole you know do what you're comfortable with first everyone's saying get on video get on audio and that's cool it could take you a month could take you six whatever but it is good to explore different forms of content and if you if you need a push you know ask me or Aaron we will literally push you and say all right get on video like I meet people and I say hey you know you kind of kind of active on social media done any videos before oh no you know my mental said i should do one i said cool we're doing one today then oh no but no no we're doing one today i'm not leaving your house till we do one like i would literally do that because it's sometimes so important to push people out of a comfort zone they do the video and they're like tej that was that was really easy that's really fun i like that and i'm like <laughs> yeah just do more um so kind of again like aaron said reach out to people who are who are doing bits that you like and kind of learn learn from them um the pictures part is really interesting because 
I put a post up about this on Facebook actually, a, well, I don't know, a few months ago saying some basic tips for people's Facebooks. And I said, look, make your profile picture your face, not your cat, not your dog, not your tortoise, not your leg. I don't care if you've got big quads, don't make it your leg. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, some people, were, most people agreed, but some people were like, no, you know, that it doesn't matter. Like, it's about who you are as a person. And I get that. But you have a cover photo for that. Um and for me, the whole reason I say show your face, and I, I don't know if I mentioned it to you when we kind of spoke about it, is like your eyes are like, you know, they say your eyes are your window to your soul. Like when you meet someone, if you don't give them eye contact, then they're going to think a certain way about you. If you're giving them eye contact, you're holding a mature kind of conversation, you know, you're you're held in a different kind of light. So if someone can't see your face on your Facebook page or on your Insta page, then they're not going to connect with you because... You know, I, when people, when I, when I call Aaron on the phone or I listen to his voice notes, I, I literally like, I know how he looks and I know who he is. And I, you know, we're having a conversation. If I speak to someone who I've never seen a picture of, I, I feel disconnected. So people get your faces out there. I don't care if you think you're, you know, David Gandhi, or you think you're really, you look like Wallace and Gromit, whatever, just literally get your faces out there because, you know, people want to see this. Um, but Aaron, in terms of your, and I mean, this might be a hard question to to answer, but how long has it taken you to go from where you started sharing about property on Facebook to where you are now? And where you are now is obviously attracting lots of investors, which we'll get to, but you have a following, you have fans, you don't just have friends, you have fans. How long has it taken you to build this brand? So in, in the property space, I think I started posting about 18 months ago. I literally started posting from the moment I took property seriously. So obviously I got invested about eight years ago, but I never really took it seriously. And then when I went into it 18 months ago, it was actually a mentor of mine uh, at the time who kind of said, you need to be present on Facebook. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And then I was like, and he was like, find your own style. And when he said find your own style, I was kind of thinking, what is my style? So I was like, okay, let's just tell everyone what I've done today and it kind of just started happening from there and then I do a lot of tips so I do a lot of numbered stuff which I find you know people enjoy people like to just read simple things so it started around then in terms of my fitness stuff that started probably five six years ago um, and that was more on like a, a video platform thing so I've always been into social media one of my favorites was, was actually snapchat but I had no idea how to monetize it or anything and I was getting a very big following on snapchat back in my um, like personal training days. So I've always jumped in and out of social media, but in terms of property and in terms of raising like money and stuff, which you just briefly mentioned there, it has only been like 18 months. Like it's not as long as people think. Um, and you know, you might be starting your property journey, for example, and thinking, oh, I'm never gonna get there. I'm never gonna be this. I'm telling you, it will come. It will come so quickly. I mean, I'm sitting here now doing stuff that, like I had a conversation this morning, I'm just like, wow. I'm actually doing this. Like things move very, very quickly. Mm. And I mean, and, and this this question wasn't on the the stuff I sent you beforehand. Mm -hmm. But you know, if you could give someone three tips, because you know I love my, my three tips um, <laughs> yeah. on how they could accelerate their social media presence. So it took you eighteen months or, or so. But obviously, during this time, you were still getting attention. You were still getting investors. It's not there's never an end game, right? Like you kind of said, it's it's always a journey. But if people want to get to where you are like quicker than you what can they learn from your mistakes and your experience over the past 18 months plus in relation to property or uh in okay. relation to building a brand and, and kind of the content aspect of building a brand i'd say 
be consistent from the start. So I'm consistent with my content now, but I was never consistent initially. It was always the fear. So I'd probably release like one post when my mentor told me to, and then I know I'd see him in a month's time. And then it's like, okay, I'm seeing him tomorrow. I better release another post. And it was always, it was literally, so it wasn't really consistent for the first six months. Um, another tip I would say is get yourself into Facebook groups. So find the stuff that you're interested in, that you genuinely have a desire to either help people in that group or you want to maybe connect with someone in that group. So property groups, whether it's like for myself, it's podcast groups, which I've seen you in as well. And I've invited you into certain ones as well, because that's our kind of audience. Um, I've also, I'm also part of anxiety groups as well, because that's my people. That's people I can resonate with. Um, so get yourself into groups again, drop knowledge there. And another thing is really start to put it on your own personal profile as well. Don't just post in those groups. So then when somebody clicks back on your page, they have no idea who you are because even though I was posting all this stuff initially in progressive, like 18 months ago, if you come on my wall, it's just a photo of me and the lads drinking beer or <laughs> just doing, just doing crazy stuff. So that's probably a mistake because back then, if there was somebody who potentially saw something in me and maybe wanted to invest in me they would have clicked on my profile and thought hmm do we want to invest in this person not i'm not saying that's wrong because obviously that's your personality but a little bit of professionalism here and there or a little bit more other than i mean literally all my photos were just me going out drinking um <laughs> you know what i mean and obviously my life has changed a lot since then uh, i still like a drink but um you know i'm more about doing other stuff really to be honest mm, okay and and again that's 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 really interesting because when it comes to the the podcast groups i fully just followed you into them like i saw you in them came up and i was like hmm, this was interesting and then you yeah. invited me to some and there's nothing wrong with that because we're of doing course. different things but doing at the same time and together and separate and, and and that's cool and that's that same you know we don't have a scarcity mindset absolutely um, so when it comes to content i want to talk through something which i but you touched on before, and I know you do, but to be honest, I don't think either of us do it to the extent we should. So people say, okay, I haven't got time to make content. I haven't got time to do this. You know, oh God, I've taken one picture. got to put it here, got to put it, blah. You know, it's, it's a kind of, I understand the frustrations, but <laughs> what what I, I see it as is this. So one piece of content can become 30 pieces of content. So mm. I'm, I'm going to try and do this live. Um, try, try, try and do <laughs> no this. Pressure. Yeah. So, okay. You and me are recording a podcast right now. So that's, and keep track with me because I'm not good at counting. Um, okay. So the first form of content is the actual podcast on, on Ted Talks. The second is on Find Your Voice. The third uh, is snippets of this podcast you know the things that we have on our, yeah, yeah. our social media that's the third um the fourth is if you wanted to uh audio snippets of this on facebook with a kind of generic background or video so not just a snippet but like a two minute proper clip that that's five so far um i can put things on my instagram story right now as can you that's six i can do an instagram post now when i'm doing it when it comes out so that's so that's eight so far um i can do another instagram post uh talking about the lessons from here so that's nine i can do a facebook post on a company page on the normal page talking about uh, again the, the lessons so that's that's mm -hmm. like double usage of the same ones from 10 now okay this, mm -hmm. is, this is getting tough now um i can <laughs> i can do posts in various groups about this as can you that's 11 um 
I can film vi- I can film this whole thing on video and put it out as one long video mm-hmm. 12 I can then cut that video into 100 different clips for Instagram for Facebook for whatever for YouTube I'm going to mm-hmm. count that as 2 or 15 now mm-hmm. Okay um I am struggling you can then put it onto YouTube as another example um you can get the transcript and put it onto medium and um, uh, yep, you can 16. also go into podcast groups and talk about the power of collaboration where you bring your audience and my audience together um so yeah there's there's quite a few you cannot even upload it on snapchat so on my snapchat i used to literally take uh, a screenshot of say for instance one of my videos and i put the link in there so you can literally attach links to snapchat whereas instagram you need i think 10,000 followers um so that, again that's that's another potential one i mean there's loads and i think if we put our heads together we'll probably double that list straight away yeah just from this little conversation we would and i i failed to get to 30 but we got to just on the 20 together so mm-hmm. close and i know there's more i mean again to add to that the, the bit about medium reminded me you and me could write literally 10 blogs on this mm. 30 40 minute conversation that could last Absolutely. over the next few weeks um and that's a point about content just because you've done something now like we're recording this on the 21st of february it's not going to go out for a, a week or so i think a few days mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. everything that comes out of this i'm not going to release now and say I'm I'm with Aaron but I'm going to release it whenever over the next 2 mm. 3 months 2 3 weeks whatever it is and that's another thing if you take a picture with someone um and it's at like midnight because you're you're meeting up for a meeting I mean don't post it then because like because <laughs> yeah. you're probably not, no one's going to really be awake if you post it next morning all you say is great meeting last night if you post it in a month hashtag #throwback you know mm. back to a mm. month and I, like me and Aaron have videos from when we when we're in Hansworth Wood interviewing properties <laughs> in Dudley yeah. um yeah. and like I've got them ready to upload I don't know this week next week whenever but that was mm-hmm. a month or so ago I believe so mm. you know with content just remember that every you know single one piece that you create can be made into you know 10 20 30 more pieces so don't ever feel like you're restricted to that one thing um and i i know you and me should be doing more of this um mm-hmm. and i'm sure we will with this reminder that we've had. uh yeah. so i think that kind of covers you know what what content is how people can document content um let's talk about a kind of a, a self-fulfilling belief or a negative belief that people have which mm-hmm. is oh and i think we touched on this before oh but i'm not an expert oh i don't <laughs> yeah. own a property surprise everyone mm. i don't own a prop well i'm about to but i don't own a property as of today but mm-hmm. i've got a property podcast with you know 25,000 views from day one with all these incredible Absolutely. guests on mm. <sighs> You know it, it so it's it's really not about that but Aaron what do you say to people because I'm sure plenty approach you and say oh but I'm not I'm not that that person I'm not that expert Yeah absolutely um so again this this was actually one of my problems as well so it's kind of like the imposter syndrome where you feel am I worthy or am I capable of perhaps speaking uh, about this um so it's it's quite an interesting one I think you need to kind of so i use the analogy of of the fitness analogy i if you want to get a six pack for example you need to start acting like the person who's got a six pack so yes you're not going to have a six pack from day one but what do you start to do you start to eat right you start to sleep right you start to hydrate 
and exercise. So you're almost displaying the habits of somebody who's perhaps six months down the line got a six pack, but you need to display those habits. So at the same time, if you want to get into property similar to yourself, what have you done? You've started viewing, you've started connecting with people, you go to network meetings, you've even started your own podcast, you've got a step ahead of people. And slowly but surely, you're picking up knowledge, you're picking up contact. So when you do pull the trigger and you do buy this property, which hopefully goes through in the next month or so, the ball will just roll for you a lot quicker than somebody who's kind of waiting for that first initial property, if that makes sense. Um, and like I said, like I touched on earlier, like the whole process within 18 months, when I look back at my journey from being ripped off with builders on, on your first ever podcast, and I think, wow, I can't believe how far I've come. Like I'm speaking with investors now with like more zeros at the end of the bank account that, that I've ever seen who are who are funding our projects and we're like, this shit really works kind of thing. So, um, you know, t time will pass. You've just got to literally get out there and just start, start talking about it. One thing I will say though, and uh, this is kind of uh, reversing this, is just be authentic in exactly what you know and who you are because one of my pet peeves and one of the rants i've had recently is kind of the people who monetize the little bit of information they know so yourself me i think maybe we are guilty of sometimes not monetizing our value um you know i, I sometimes question am i wrong because i spend too much of my time helping people yet there's people out there who'll do one or two deals which i i mean i did two deals in a day uh, at the beginning of this month which took me like the best part of an hour or two and i've seen people do similar stuff but then charge two or three grand a weekend to newbies in the game and i'm just like that to me i don't find that authentic i find that you're exploiting somebody else who's maybe naive in terms of what they know and i agree that you only need to know a little bit more than supposedly the next person but it doesn't necessarily mean you have to always monetize stuff so on the flip side if you're going to go out there and you're going to start, which is what we're encouraging from this podcast, is you go out there and you start to build and become this expert. Don't exploit people on the way because I find lately I'm seeing so many people who have become gurus and they become coaches and they're doing all this wonderful, crazy things and earning more money off these vulnerable people. And it just it, oh, it just grinds my gears. So uh, sorry for going off on a tangent there, but I just think <laughs> be, be true to like who you are. Don't. Don't let the imposter syndrome take you down. Listen, at the end of the day, you want to get somewhere, that's fine. Have that belief and then just work one step at a time. Put it out into the atmosphere. Similar to how Daniel Hennessy, who we touched on earlier, he's doing, you know, that guy has just gone from London all the way to Liverpool to go and make something of his life. Nobody's sitting there and thinking, you're not a property investor, mate. Everyone's supporting him. Everyone's backing him. Everyone wants him to win. And we're all reaching out to him. And sooner or later, I think he's done some stuff on service accommodation already. He's going to win. So, um, you know, take... Take those examples, take those messages that you see from these people out there doing good good things and uh, just run with it, I say. Yeah, no, listen, solid advice and, and your your rant is really important because we're going to talk about like ROI next and like, you know, the return on investment because people say, again, I'm putting all this time in social media, but I'm not actually making an income from it. And, and that's not what it's about because one, the universe will pay you back in some shape or form, you know, if you believe in karma, if you believe in like paying it forward, whatever. Secondly, the ROI for social media, and we'll get to this, is is not like a monthly income necessary. You know, in property, for example, it's not a monthly income. If you're a, a lead generator or you're some consultant, yeah, it could be. But for us, it's not. It's a an investment. It's a relationship. It's a network. It, it's something else. Um, so what's important is that when you're like exactly what you said, when you're on that journey, don't necessarily monetize things. There's something called a curve, which is like, um, I think it's called the freemium model, which is like, if you look at so many businesses, CRM systems, um, 
uh, like kind of content management system. Any sort of like software nowadays is freemium. They'll say to you, here, use this like Canva, like um, like Pablo, whatever. They'll give you the software and say, here we go. Use it up to a certain limit. And then after that, we'll charge you. And that's fine because 80% of people will use it for free. Happy days. And the mm-hmm. new companies will support those 80% of people just like the paid 20% of people. But the 20% and, and then half of that 20% will be on the pro level and the super pro level. And mm-hmm. that will bring in enough money to cover the 80% of people being on it for free. And that kind of freemium curve, there's a book called The Curve by Nick Lavelle, maybe. It's, okay. I mean, don't read all of it because like, I'll literally explain it now, but it's a really interesting book anyway. <laughs> yeah. um, it's it's a curve, you know, that most people will take it for free and then others will pay for it. But nowadays, that's how business and social media works. Like you have to give away things for free in order to get things back. It's an ROI. You have to spend 25% of your property to buy it to get, you know, a 20% return on cash left in. That That's your ROI. And, and for, for social media, it's time. Um, so 100%. You're not going to have time to help everyone as you get more and more famous, but there are ways of doing it. Um, and as you're kind of like, you know, growing and getting bigger, don't forget the little person who who's asking for help. You know, don't forget the person who was you two months ago, because absolutely, it's all about reputation. It, and, you know, you have a reputation where if I say your name to someone and they know you, they smile, they say, oh, yeah, love her, a nice guy. You know, like I'm, I met my friend Tally and he was like, oh, I love her, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. this is what people say about you. Um, and that and actually branding, people say, is what people say about you when you're not in the room. And by the sounds of thing, you know, you have a very positive, kind brand. And it's weird to say kind because you're a property investor, you're in fitness, you do all these things. But kind is not a word that people would associate necessarily with I don't know, with someone like that, but I do, and, and I know others do, right? So that kind of brings me to my kind of the final aspect, which is the ROI. Um, like, so for you, so I'll, I'll do mine because mine's going to be shorter than yours. So my sure. ROI is from a podcast, I've had people wanting to invest money in me. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say it was probably around to the tune of about £50,000. Um, Fantastic. And, and this is without me owning a single property, right? And this is mm-hmm. someone who messaged me, love the podcast, you know, really good. Can we talk about investing? I was like, hey, sure, cool, cool, cool. He was like, actually, can we just skip to the figures? Because I hear you every day in my ears. Like, mm. I trust you. I'm cool on that. Let's just talk about the legality, the terms, come to my house, have dinner, you know, let's just, let's just get straight to it because, you know, we know and trust you. And I just thought, what? I'm just mm. sitting here in my, in my conservative, <laughs> I'm not going to say conservative, yeah. that sounds really posh, but I'm going to say my back room in Southall mm-hmm. and like people are wanting to invest in it. So it, it, it's kind of strange in that sense. Um, and, and, you know, potentially there's other people watching, waiting for me to get a first property, you know, show I'm an adult, I can actually do the whole property thing and then invest in me. Maybe there's not, I don't know. So my ROI so far has been knowledge, learning from people like you, from Sunny, Shabazz, Hardy, everyone in the group, everyone on Facebook. So I can't sit here and claim I've got a big ROI of money, but Aaron, I, I know you do. So can you talk us through that? I can, but just, just quickly on your last point where you said you can't claim that you have a big ROI. Again, it goes back to what you said earlier, it's the curve and your curve is it's going in the right direction. So sooner or later, it will all pay dividends. It's kind of like when you're in the gym and you're you're putting in reps. You don't suddenly just get big biceps or a big chest. It takes time, and I think you're putting in the right reps. So I uh, just wanted to quickly say that. Um, 
in relation to myself. So, um, yeah. So in terms of coaching and fitness and stuff, you know, I've, I run my own business, uh, from personal training and the coaching aspect and I'm paid my way through university, doing my masters and even early on in my property, uh, career. And, and to some smaller extent now, it's paid my way as well for like my hobbies and stuff i've managed to coach people from greece in terms of like online coaching so it's quite a um a worldwide thing so they've reached out to me via youtube and seen my stuff so that was a great kind of return on investment to be able to touch people you know in different aspects of the world who potentially speak different languages i find that really fascinating in a in terms of a property world i have raised just this year so those two brothers who gave offered £250,000 to work with me and then I had an overseas investor well he's, he used to be overseas he's came over now and he's living quite close to myself about 10 miles away and he's got you're, you're looking at around £600,000 and now initially even when I sat with him for the conversation I just gave him advice and I said listen I can give get you in touch with so and so here so and so here and he ended the conversation with with actually you don't need to do any of that i want to work directly with you which i which i found fantastic so i was like <laughs> okay then mate that's fine um and we shook on it so that's obviously something we're looking at into um last year probably before i had the right mindset i say when i first started the property stuff i was actually raising similar amounts of money again people were kind of happy to invest with me knowing my values and ethics and knowing that you know i'm not going to sleep at night if, if their money is ever in danger and i'm good for my word but at that time, I didn't really have the, I suppose, the vision or maybe the belief in myself that I could really handle such big sums of money. Whereas now, like I said, this morning, we've had incredible conversations and we're really moving forward now where it's not phasing me now. I know what I can bring to the table. I know what they can bring to the table. And the ROI is really, really starting to pay off. And like like we've touched on in this podcast, it's only 18 months that I've really taken this thing seriously. So be kind, be authentic, be yourself, be the person that, you know, that you truly are. Don't try and be someone on social media that you think that people want to see or that people want to hear. There's a lot of people who are creating brands out there who are representing this, I don't know, this mass person. Yet when you speak to them offline or separately, they're not actually the same person. So um, that will always tell in, in the long game. Yes, they might make money or a bit of a reputation now, but I always believe in the long run you know, your true colors will always show. So that's kind of my biggest advice. I think you, you're you on the right side of the curve as well. I think keep doing what you're doing. The ROI is there, but it's a patience game. A lot of people I'm seeing who are going back to the rant are trying to monetize now because they either don't believe in themselves or they're just not doing it ethically. If they had just stayed a little bit true to the course, carried on a little bit more, got a bit more experience, like you touched on, they would have had that. They would have got past the freemium model and they would have had the higher... Um, paying ticket prices i suppose from people mm, yeah yeah absolutely spot on i mean my main query is what is someone with that much money doing living in wolverhampton That's, <laughs> <laughs> i thought all rich well, people are in actually, london he's actually moved to it's it's starbridge way so it's it's just further on even worse mate moved, yeah well actually it's quite <laughs> nice there you'd be surprised okay <laughs> they've moved there with family and i think it's England's a bit of a hot spot. I think the currency's stronger. Um, so people are coming in and they, they want to put it into real estate and stuff. And um, again, going back to the social branding, when people type in property or property help on, say, Facebook or something, our names will come up generally, especially in the forums, because we're always posting. So keep posting so that your name flags up. And then what you've got is a chance of that person reading your post and thinking, 
hold on a second, I like this. Let me see what else they they've got to say. And then they might click it. And then I found people liking posts of mine from like three months ago, which is wow. obviously showing that I've said something probably recently in order for them to really go back and kind of think, is this person who he says he is? That's really interesting. I've I've kind of noticed that too. Some real stalkers out there, but I love it because it <laughs> it shows that yeah. the kind of knowledge is is kind of evergreen. And you know, just to add to your ROI, I think I've had uh, Craig Mitchell on the podcast from Yorkshire, and he he raised a million pounds. And I said to him, "How did you do that?" And he said, "Facebook." And I was like, "Well, okay, like like that." And then um, Dan of Habibo Homes, he raised a hundred thousand pounds from Instagram, which is literally you know Instagram. People think it's just pictures of stuff but like it's not so you know there's loads of examples in my podcast and and Aaron himself just gave it to you of how social media will give you you know investment which will give you network give you knowledge things you need to be successful in any aspect of life and Aaron said it took him 18 months and for some people maybe who've gone on courses or who are kind of looking at the the end product the Lamborghinis and the Gucci shoes are Mm. thinking what I meant to be financially free in six months. <laughs> no. Or six weeks. Yeah. It's, oh, six weeks. Oh, well, that'll be an expensive course, wouldn't it? But we reduced half price. Um, of course. So, uh, <laughs> And then again, half price again. Um, so I think it's it's good you said that because that is a kind of, it's a good figure because it's realistic um, and it just shows people that it, it will take that amount of time, which really isn't that long. Um, you know, we've got long lives to live. So, Absolutely. Aaron, that brings us to the end. This has been very very fun i think um i think we need like a aaron and ted kind of ranting podcast i think so yeah definitely or I'm, ranting I'm as you rants. might say yeah rants <laughs> there we go <laughs> absolutely <laughs> we should uh we should de- we have definitely had some of those rants in the cars in the car when we were mm. driving around Dudley. too many too many so aaron i'm going to bid you farewell and uh okay. i'm i'm really excited to get this out there there's a lot of knowledge and just quickly before we go if people want to get a hold of you and your and your, and your podcast what should they do Yep, so I'm on Facebook, name's Aaron Dew. I'm also on Instagram, that is my doorbell ringing. Uh, Find Your Voice is the podcast, it's available on all platforms. And Tej, I have to leave you because there's somebody standing outside my door looking at me. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, thank you all for listening and thank you, Tej. Take care, man. Speak soon. Bye. Cheers, brother. Speak soon. Bye-bye. If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more great content.